99 drinks still left to go Welcome all in and enjoy the show It's me though, with I'm the host You know, so sit back, relax, grab a snack and let's go Welcome back to the 99 Dreams Podcast. I'm Rawuri, and if this is your first time listening, you've stumbled upon a great episode. You're welcome. But if you're a returning listener, welcome back, guys. Man, I've got a treat for you guys today. We've got, man, I told you guys how I did that PT course in Wellington at NZIS all those years back. Well, I'm pulling on one of those favors from all those years back, and I'm really in one of the most successful people from that PT class. We've got Karen Drew with us today, ladies and gentlemen. Karen, what's good, brother? Welcome to the show. What's happening, man? Now, how are you doing, brother? You doing well? Doing well, doing well. Bro, before we do get started, can we just get a quick call by Norway, who you are and where you're from? Uh, well, uh, Karen's the name and uh, fitness is the game, I suppose. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, what am I, an online fitness educator i suppose i don't like to say you know people would think that everyone who's online talking about fitness is a influencer but uh, it's not the case <laughs> uh, some of us are there to actually try and you know teach people things and not uh, you know just sell product um but yeah basically i'm just an online fitness educator I used to be a pt and person and have taken everything online so yeah when did you make that shift online uh you know when the first covid lockdown hit mm-hmm. uh, it was basically then um i've been kind of you know, working on making the shift and then COVID happened, all the gyms shut down, couldn't train people in person. And I thought well, that's got to be a sign if, uh, <laughs> if I've ever seen a sign, <laughs> now's the right time and that's got to be it. So uh, it was then and it's, uh, it's taken a long time to build up, but uh, we're rolling now. We actually just started a challenge today, an eight-week challenge. Uh, sorry, we're starting it tomorrow, I should say. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's rolling. Right, I did see that on the website. It looks intense. What, what What's the challenge involved? Uh, it was basically just eight weeks, and you get a nutrition plan, a training plans optional, and uh, the goal is just to try and uh, kickstart the year with um, some healthy lifestyle habits. Basically, I try and put the onus on. Um, you know, challenges tend to be about like blasting. You know, eight weeks or twelve yeah. weeks of just going hard nuts, and then uh, come the end of it, you've restricted yourself so much that you just binge and go back to your bad habits, and it just defeats the purpose of doing it in the first place. So, I'm trying to do it in a way that's it's like think of the long term it's only eight weeks but think of how can i um incorporate the healthy lifestyle changes for the long term not just for eight weeks you know yo so you're just trying to sort of build that platform for them to run with it after that eight weeks is over yeah but basically the idea is to give them some uh some structure around their meals and um their training and that type of thing uh so you don't have to do all the guesswork and you don't have to work it all out yourself you kind of i help you to um to give you the structure, you just have to do it. Basically, you just have to follow it. Yeah, how do you um, track the progress of all your clients and stuff being online? Uh, well, I have an app, and through the app is where you access your plans, your nutrition and training plans. Uh, but you can also upload progress photos through the app, and you can log your body weight and your measurements and stuff. Uh, and so that's probably the easiest way to do it, is just to, um, a combination of all those different things can give a paint a really good picture about uh, how much progress you're making. Yo, because yeah, I was when I was going through your website the other day, I was like, 
shit, this is pretty mean. But like, yeah, how, how are you able to track? Did you and... like their website? Because I built it myself. Yeah, I was about to. I was about to ask you as well. Like, uh, how the fuck did you build that? So I... what? You built that and the app? Uh, I didn't build the app, um, but I built the website. I used to have a really bad website. Like it was just, <laughs> it was just shitty. It just didn't look good, you know. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to redo this myself. And I didn't want to get someone else to do it because I knew that they'd make one that I wasn't happy with. So I just did it myself in a uh, website builder type of website. Right now, I like it. You got um, those little fade ins and out as you're scrolling through. Uh, I look through on my phone as well as on <laughs> on my uh, laptop. Bro, it's, it's a good website. It's clear, concise. Thanks, you know man. what you're getting. And it, it does, it, you feel your essence as you're coming through because I was like, as I'm reading through it, there's no bullshit in here. Karen's always been a straight up guy, even when we were in our classes. There's never any bullshit with this fella. <laughs> oh, it's the only way to be, you know. There's no room for fluff, you know. That's we, what we I tell love like about it. Is. That's what I love about it. So, yeah, how, how do your clients feel when you just tell them, you know, straight up, no bullshit, this is what you've got to do. If you don't, you fall off. Um, well, I think it's appreciated in the fitness industry in New Zealand because uh, we don't have a lot of people uh, who do what I do and just tell like it is. There's always... Um, there tends to be a an agenda, you know, trying to push a product or uh, whatever it is. There's a lot of influences in New Zealand, but there's not a lot of uh, <laughs> there's not a lot of people just educating because that's what they're there for, you know. Like online PTs tend to become influencers, you know, yeah. and you know, not uh, not particularly on purpose, I don't think, but that's just the way it tends to go. Um, so you know, you just got to tell it like it is. I don't think there's any reason not to, you know. Otherwise, it just makes it really confusing because then you have all these people telling you all this bullshit and you're just like, what is actually, how does it actually work, you know? If we're talking about weight loss or building muscle or something, it's like, it's so confusing. All these people just like, oh, it works this particular way. You have to buy my product or my plan or whatever it is. Otherwise, you know, and then the next person says, no, 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 it works this way. You buy my thing. And it's like, man, I just, I just want to know how it works. Yeah. You know? There's so many blurred lines within that too, eh? Like they're yeah. always saying, oh, but if you do this, you, you burn fat, gain muscle at the same time. And if you do this, then you buy my products and buy my fat burners and you buy my protein and use my discount code to get 10% off at the checkout. 10% off, yep. Off OxyShred or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's always like, well, what would people want the most, you know? who Like if you could lose body fat and build muscle at the same time, I mean, why wouldn't you? Why would you waste time doing one and then do another one? Yeah. Uh, it's like i can do both at the same time if i just buy your program and your supplements like shit hot let's go you know hard out give me that arnold physique and what one cycle yeah 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 <laughs> one month and i'll be bloody transformed and you know look like a bodybuilder cool <laughs> that's what's well, i think anyway this is my opinion but that's what i think so wrong with the fitness industry and where it's at at the moment is that there's too much like you say product pushing and not enough actual just cut the bullshit this is what it is and like it takes actual hard work to achieve this shit there's no overnight fairy tale story yeah i mean it's all it's all product driven and sales driven you know um how can we make the most amount of money from people um and uh, we'll tell them our supplements do things they don't, and uh, we'll exaggerate all the claims. And um, you know, <laughs> but uh, there's a certain I think, you know, it is tempting because you can make more money if you do that type of marketing. If you exaggerate things and oversell things and promise things that you know that you can't deliver and stuff, you can make more money for sure. Um, but you have to kind of check yourself and say, well, you know, if you were to be a millionaire but you knew that you did it dishonestly would you really be happy with how you got there? 
man. I wouldn't. So that's why nah. I would. <laughs> yeah, 100%, man. Like, cool, cool. You know, you make your money, you to you, but you can't rip off the people that are getting you there, eh? No. And there's, I mean, the thing with, uh, with health and fitness is that a lot of people don't know shit, you know, to put it bluntly about any of that stuff. So it's very easy for them to believe the first thing that comes along, you know, because why wouldn't you, you know, why, why would you think that someone's going to try and deceive you and take your money, <laughs> you know? So the reason that uh, we called ourselves the good guys in the first place is because we wanted to be the good guys of the fitness industry who you could trust to actually tell you how it is, you know, whether you want to hear it or not, you know, and uh, that's where the name came from. So. And yeah. yeah, sorry, I don't actually think we introduced the name of the business in the brain. Oh. <laughs> it's good guys fitness <laughs> yeah i mean that's what it is. i just oh, this is the logo but it doesn't have the words on it. it's on the back um it's on the back of my hat too actually uh but yeah that's what it's called the, the company is called good guys fitness and i am the good guy <laughs> he's a great guy he's a great guy you can find their website is goodguysfit.com uh your social media pages i'm gonna tag it all below in the videos and in the uh, it's all good stuff. guys fit i think yeah on most of them it's good guys fit yeah check it out fino like you'll learn so much and you'll get a good laugh out of it too because he keeps it real there's no bullshit like he says um and i think that's why there's so much benefit to it how long did it take to kind of scale to go from you know essentially just word of mouth to now as big as you are uh i think when we started uh when we started the the company and the social media and stuff there was two of us there were two good guys um the other guy uh, his name is ricky and he left uh kind of in the early well in the relatively early stages uh when we started we had 400 followers on instagram which was basically our combined friends and family <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know we knew we'd uh, started to get somewhere when we sold a um we sold it someone bought a t-shirt from our website and i said i didn't recognize the name i said ricky do you know who this person is and he's like no i don't one of your friends does it no like, cool a random person has bought one of our t-shirts we've made it you know that's um, success but yeah so we we started off at the bottom you know and making i was i was the guy who made all the posts uh, back then making these shitty posts that if you look back now you'll think oh my god looks like i made it an ms paint you know but uh <laughs> you know my photoshop skills have improved and it's just a case of just grinding it out and just trying to put out content and um people come to like the the content that you make and they start to trust you and then they follow you and it just builds and builds and builds and um you know we're not finished yet but i've come a long way from uh, where we began that's for sure yeah because i've told a couple of people that i've i've got you coming on and they're like oh is that the the guy posts about the calories and stuff i was like yeah 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 that's the that's the guy man so you, the guy. You've, you've grown <laughs> you've grown from I, uh karen and pt1 yeah well, i was random i was playing uh I was playing Warzone 2 the other day and uh, I dropped in with some randoms and uh, they were listening to a, a New Zealand um, fitness guy called Fit to Guck. I don't know if you heard of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I could hear in the background and I said, oh, is that Fit to Guck? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then we got chatting and they were like, <laughs> they realized that it was me, the, the, the good guy of Good Guys Fitness. <laughs> and they live here in Wellington. It was just completely random, you know, but it was just, it's such a funny you know, I have people recognize me at the supermarket and all kinds of things. It's just a weird thing to be, you know, people treat you like you're some celebrity or something. It's like, you're just on social media. Like everyone has a social media. <laughs> it's just that, you know, some of us promote our social media more than others. You know, it's a weird thing in New Zealand. It's like you're a New Zealand celebrity, you know, 
Yeah, man, you're definitely up there. You got a familiar face and a familiar <laughs> brand. Yeah, yeah. So what has it's taken since 2020 to now? To um, what is the year? 2023. We probably it's probably been about four to five years in the making. I think something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, initially it started off really slow, but we started off because Ricky and myself were both um, personal trainers at different gyms. And, um, but we wanted to, you know, share what we had to say with more people. And so the only way to do that is going online and, uh, uh, it took a while to get off the ground because, you know, personal trainers have, uh, very, uh, abnormal schedules as it is. So trying to match two together <laughs> to try and work out what you're going to content you're going to make and how you're going to do everything and stuff. is just very difficult. So it took a long time to, um, to actually set up in the beginning. Yeah, because I found that as well with this. I, I initially thought, man, if I get a co-host, that'll be great because it'll make vibe a little bit easier. We could do solo um, podcasts more often. But then I realized, yep. well, now I've got to sit and make sure my schedule lines up with someone else's schedule and that lines up with our guest schedule. So now I've got to mm-hmm. manage three people as opposed to just two people. So I was like, no, you know what? I'm just going to keep it solo for now and until I get big enough that I can employ someone to be a co-host and then it'll be a little bit easier. Uh, well, I have noticed that a lot of podcasts do have two people, eh? There's, there's not a lot that just have one person. Some, nah. some of them have like one guy talking and then there's like five people setting it all up and doing all this other stuff, you know? Bro, it's a crazy thing. Like um, you'll have your camera guys, you'll have your sound guys. Like if my headphones weren't working and I just raise my hand, a sound guy comes and Someone fixes it up. Out. Yeah, and then you normally have a backdrop better looking than mine and... <laughs> Yeah, here was me 10 minutes before we're supposed to come on here. I'm scrambling to try and find my microphone. Like, where is it? It's only half charged. Oh, man, where's my where's my headphones? Today? <laughs> I only just made it on time. And Fano, for those who don't know, he's had over a week to prepare. <laughs> no, ex- oh. no excuses. <laughs> How do you find the building content um, and, you know, consistently releasing content? I tell you what, it is a grind. Uh, you know, I love doing it, but it, it really is a grind because um, the stuff I find more difficult because I make different types of content, but one of the ones that I'm known for is making the calorie comparisons where it's, you know, images showing different foods and how many calories or protein and comparing them, whatever. And they're not so bad because I can make those just on my laptop anywhere. I can be anywhere and make them. Um, but if I want to make training uh, content, you know, like let's say here's how you do a, squat and here's how you don't do it or whatever uh that's much more difficult and um if you've ever been into a gym and you try to film content you understand (laughs) you got lighting problems you got people in the background problems you got like you name it and it will go wrong trying to film stuff and it's an absolute nightmare and uh i've been trying on and off to get it going and it's just there's always something that stops or gets in the way um so I'm working on that, but uh, it's uh, <laughs> a definitely, you know, and you understand why guys like, you know, Gary, you know, Gary V, you're familiar yep. with Gary V? Yep. Yeah. You understand why he has a whole team of people just recording him all day long, chopping it up into content, giving it to him and he posts it and it's just easy, you know, whereas when you're a, your own content creator, you got to think about what you're going to make, you got to make it, then you got to post it, you got to respond to the comments, you know, whatever. And there's a, there's actually a lot to it and it, it is fun and I do enjoy it, but man it's it can be a grind sometimes sometimes it just sucks the soul out of you yeah man you've really got to love it eh? like if you don't love this shit then you're not gonna last long enough like uh, yeah i've got gary's 
books here. Luckily yeah. for them, he's walking content. Like, that's why they're always recording him, eh? Because no matter what he yeah. says, it's going to be gold one way or another. Yep, yep. Whereas... He's, know, so, he's so good at it, you know? He's just walking content, like you say. Yeah, and he... I don't know. He could talk to anyone in the street and then just be like, boom, yep. And then give them all the wisdom they need. And he, he pretty mm. much gives them the tools to succeed. It's just some people don't take those tools and manifest that into something real. That's how I started this. Yeah. Uh, Gary V's just like talking to those people. You know how they hear the Q&As and they're like, oh, Gary, I wanted to do this, but I don't know where to start. He's like, just fucking start. Oh, Gary, yeah. but like my business, how much content are you posting? Are you on TikTok? Are you on Instagram? Are you on LinkedIn? Post that fucking shit. So that's, that's what I've been trying to do is just match that post as much as I can. Uh, at the moment with a full-time job, you know, it's hard to to make content, uh, edit content, release content, and work your full-time job. <laughs> yeah, especially when you start off because you'll be releasing some content and uh, you won't get much coming back. You won't get many comments or many things like that or <laughs> likes or whatever. And then you think, why do I even fucking bother? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and uh, But you just got to keep going and then people start to get into it and then it starts to, to roll and, and the feedback loop you know begins. But... In the initial stages, sometimes you're just posting stuff and you, you literally get no feedback. And you're like, cool. <laughs> you know, you're like, who am I talking to here? Am I just talking to myself? <laughs> Bro, it feels like it sometimes, eh? <laughs> yeah. It does. I've released reels and stuff, like clips of podcasts, and I'm getting, you know, maybe 200 views, maybe six views. And then I did this one filter on um, TikTok, which just like picks your. Have you ever played um, Ultimate Team on FIFA? Uh, no it like kind of just gives you a rating and your position in football and so I did that and it took literally me just sitting there with my phone in my hand and then boom I've got my rating in that that got I think over a thousand views is one of my most viewed TikToks I'm like I put no effort into that shit fuck you yeah <laughs> that's what all those like reels and stuff do eh like you can just they help you to just create some content out of nothing you know yeah but, uh, I just can't bring myself to make that type of shit I just can't do it I have to you know, I want it to be like, whenever I make something, I'm like, what is the point of me releasing this? You know, if there's no point. I'm just like, don't release it then. Don't even make it in the first place. You know, <laughs> yeah. what's the goal of this piece of content? You know, it's like that. I feel like the dumbest content always gets the best response. Like the one that Absolutely. you don't like the most, or you are like, this shit isn't going to fly. And the next minute it pops off, you're like, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you're on TikTok? Do you make TikToks as well? Uh, I'm on TikTok, but uh, I don't really post anything there. Ah, you're just a user. Uh, yeah, well, I have a little bit of content on there, but um, most of the stuff I do is on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and I do want to do, like I said, I do want to do more um, video content, but it's just a nightmare. So it's a, it's a bit of a struggle, you know, getting yeah. it going regularly, you know. Um, but when I do, I'll try and post it on YouTube Shorts and TikTok and Instagram, you know, and get you know, across as many as I can. Um, but uh, you, you'll know the struggle of that if you've tried to do that as well, is that you'll have a piece of content and you'll edit it for like something, the right resolutions <laughs> or whatever, and then you go to put it on TikTok or something and then you're like, oh, fuck, I have to change it and I have to change the something about it, you know. And then you go to YouTube and they're like, oh, no, you can't do that resolution. You've got to do this. And you're like, man, I just want to put the video on there, man. <laughs> it's such a mission. But... Bro. It doesn't tell you sometimes until you're halfway through the, the like upload, and then you're like, "Oh, come on!" I sat here yeah. for twenty minutes, and this is all you got. And you, and you learn as you go, eh? Like you learn things like 
on a video if you if you put one frame of the cover image at the start of the video then on certain i think it's on tiktok it will make it the default cover and stuff like that save you a lot of time but you don't know that until you kind of do it and you're like why does it look like shit <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're like, oh. you're like, delete okay let's try something else and put it you know and it's just a like trial and error process eh? Do you yeah. kind of learn the hard way how to how to make the content it's a, it's a steep learning curve, but I think once you sort of get the hang of it and you start understanding what works and how to edit, I think that's the key mm. is how to edit, then it, it'll kind of starts to fall into place eventually. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a while though. <laughs> Shit, yeah. But in talking about how to make content creating a little easier, have you utilized um, chat GPT? No, I haven't. I've heard about it, but I haven't... Uh... I haven't used it. Have you? Yeah, man. Yeah, I've just been asking this thing, uh, how to become a better vlogger, how to become a better podcaster, just to promote the brand a little better so that I'm more concise in how I'm speaking and talking. And oh, yeah. yeah, it gives great advice. Um, not too sure how well it works in other scenarios, but in the simple stuff that I've asked, it's not too bad. I did ask it to do a um, an analysis of Tetiriti or Waitangi, eh, it was a bit flaky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, as long as it doesn't end up as bloody Skynet, then um, I'm sure it'll be fine. You <laughs> yeah, know. bro. It's a slippery slope. Shit, yeah. It's also, oh, I lie, I've also used it to create um, titles for podcasts and the description for the podcast and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just pull out some key words from the podcast, throw it in, and then it'll say, oh, well, call it blah, blah, blah. I highly oh, recommend maybe it. I sh- maybe I should have a look into this. It might save me some time. Bro, I think it will definitely save you some time, especially if, you know, you need to come up with your own exercise plan that you don't want to have to think about creating. You just ask this thing, chuck in. Yeah, well, although when it comes to content, I do like the idea of, you know, like you said, when you went through my website you could tell it was me because it sounds yeah. like me but if i'd gone through chat gpt it would sound like somebody else you know or something yeah. else uh, <laughs> yeah. and it wouldn't have that same appeal you know what i mean it wouldn't be that like oh yeah this is obviously kieran's website because he sounds like him you know yeah. uh, which is kind of like a cool thing you know yeah no i 100 agree with your person ability and your personal self coming through your website you won't get that with chat gpt you'll get quite a generic sounding voice and it uses yeah. words I don't think many people use. Is that what's coming up in all the reels where there's like uh, some kind of bland robot-y uh, dude's voice just, burr, 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 burr. yeah, that yeah. must be what that is. Yeah, I've noticed an increase in those. Yeah. But one thing that's, that's scary funny about voice. it is that it's, um, it can write an essay for you. Yeah. It's and just gonna reference. Improve the way that people can cheat, uh, <laughs> you know, when it comes to essays and stuff. Everyone's going to university now. <laughs> yep. yep. Some people even say that this thing could make uh, universities obsolete. Because yeah. you've got oh, all maybe. that information accessible. But it is limited to 600 words. Well, it's kind of like Google where you can just go and Google anything and get an answer. Not necessarily the right answer, but you'll get an answer, you know? <laughs> yeah. <So> it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like if you don't know how to make spaghetti bolognese, well, you just Google it. And now you know how, <laughs> you know, so you don't have to be a good cook. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't know how to like physically put it together, go on YouTube. 
<laughs> and they'll show yeah, you. And there'll, and there'll be 100,000 people showing you how to do it in different <laughs> ways. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of the expansion of Good Guys Fit, what's next? Good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> put me on the spot. Uh, well, the idea or the dream always was uh, to set everything up so that I can travel and I can work from anywhere in the world. Um, and, uh, you know, most of the way there, but I've still got, uh, some stuff to do behind the scenes, um, to improve my platform and stuff, which is the app, you know, that people access things through, um, cause I want to make it as good as it can possibly be, basically. Uh, and I want to make a lot more content, uh, particularly video content and do YouTube and that type of thing. Um, and it's just a lot for one man to do, you know, by himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's going to be a case of how do I, um, what can I delegate? You know, I'm going to have to employ somebody. It might be a videographer or uh, whatever, uh, or even a social media manager or someone like that to just make it so that you can kind of uh, keep improving and keep growing. Um, so I'm not sure, honestly, but yeah. there's more content and stuff at this stage. And then we'll just see how we go from there. Um, yeah. If you could pick one of those things to move into, uh, whether it be hiring someone, whether it be moving into video content, um, or whether it be increased social media presence through a social media manager, wh which one of those things do you think would sit at the top? Uh, I would like someone to make my content for me. And <laughs> <laughs> in, in the sense that, like, I'll make the content, um, cause I am effectively the content, but, uh, I would like someone to chop it all up and like Gar they do for Gary V, you know, where uh, they can video it and they just chop it up, give it to me and I can post it or whatever. Um, or I wouldn't even need to post it, but it's the point is it's like, you're still in the content because I think you've got to know what your strengths and weaknesses are. Right. And my strength, I think my biggest strength when it comes to uh, my business is that I'm very good at communicating and mm. I can communicate what I'm trying to say and I make things easy to understand. So, if I can continue to do that and then, um, you know, I, like I can make content, but I'm certainly not the best content maker in the world. So if I can find someone who's really good at that to do it for me, I think that that'd be a really good combo, you know, and it will give me a lot more time to actually be the content and go out and film things and, um, that type of thing. Cause I wouldn't have to spend all my time editing it and mucking around with it, you know? So I think that would be the thing. I think you've got to know, I think Gary V says that actually he says, you know, know what you're good at and employ people to do the things you're not good at. Yeah, and, uh, and I'm not quite at that stage, but I think it's it's not far off. I would say so. Yeah, bro, that's on. At least you've got that understanding of of what needs to get done. Because, bro, editing is a motherfucker, man. Like I spend a lot of time editing. I think for an hour episode, it's two hours minimum editing. That's if everything goes yeah. smoothly. <laughs> oh yeah, and it doesn't take much for it to like you know something to go off the rails, and you're like, oh my god, and uh, it just yeah, and you just think, man. It's like for the amount of content, is it even worth putting all this time in to edit this thing? Like the other day, so I have a, a freezer in my um, garage that I've turned into an ice bath, right? Oh, and I so I was going to do a video of me getting to the ice bath because I hadn't been in there for uh, eight months and I thought it would be entertaining because it would probably shock the hell out of me, you know? Uh, not literally. And um, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but then I, I like set up the camera and stuff and I filmed it. I got in, you're in there for three minutes and, uh, you know, negative 0 0.3 degree water i think it was 
uh, but it wasn't even that bad. So I watched the video back and I was like, boring. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so I got on my social media and I was like, you know, I'm just not going to spend the time to edit that because it's just not worth it. Like for putting it up, it's like, oh, here's Karen sitting in a freezer full of fucking ice and water. So boring. You know, <laughs> like maybe if I was saying something interesting, but I was just trying like, I was just chilling, you know, excuse the pun, but um, it just what, you know, it just was, it just was, it just wasn't worth the, editing that i was gonna to have to do to it so i was like uh, never mind i'm sure it'll feature again you know what i mean but you just got to make those calls where it's like is it worth it or not to even spend the time editing it you know yeah well i guess for it you could do a voiceover and talk about the benefits of ice baths yeah well yep. the trouble was <laughs> so here you go the whole time i was talking to the camera so if i do a voiceover i'll be talking <laughs> oh, yeah. and then there'll be a different voiceover you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at it. you know the, the overdubbed movies and that so yeah i was just like nah just delete <laughs> yeah 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 well hey at least you learn it's a learning right yeah next time i'll just sit there with my mouth shut and then i'll do a i can voice over it later <laughs> yeah. yeah bro it, it, it is tough though especially when you film content because you're like in your head this is going to be bomb this is going to be mean and then when you watch it back you're like oh that's shit all right or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or maybe put, put that as a montage as the end of the year <laughs> montage from what i did yeah oh and it's funny too like you'll do things like you know you go to the gym and you're like, i'll film my exercise and i'll be like here's how you don't do it here's how you do do it right which seems quite simple but then you'll film yourself doing it and then you'll watch it back and you'll be like from this angle you can't even see the things i was trying to point out or i'll be like actually my form's not very good in this video <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason i'll be like i'm gonna to have to do that again so it's like just things like that you know where you go in and you've got this great idea and you film and you think hell yeah i got it and it's not until you go back and watch it and you're like damn i did not get it at all do it again. <laughs> that one rep yeah one rep is just like complete dog shit you're like oh can't put that on social media because <laughs> that'll come for you too even if the rest of it is immaculate it's just one rep is just a little wonky or you look a little unstable but oh, look at this guy trash yeah well i mean it defeats the purpose if you're trying to do a video to show the technique here's how you do it correctly and then you're not even doing it correctly but well you know <laughs> <laughs> how do you deal with online trolls do you have trolls yet are you big enough for trolls i've had trolls from the beginning actually <laughs> Uh, and the reason was because I used to boost a lot of my content on Facebook first before I liked Facebook more than Instagram, uh, probably just cause I was more familiar with it. But, um, on Facebook, uh, like on Instagram, you find a different audience than you do on Facebook. Cause at the time, although people, a lot of people don't want to have a Facebook anymore at the time, pretty much everyone had a Facebook, right? So when you boost things, uh, your posts out to people, all kinds of just random people will see it and they've all got an opinion, you know? <laughs> Whereas on Instagram, it will tend to only be seen by people who are into fitness, you know, so you get a different demographic. And so I would have all these people saying all kinds of dumb shit on my posts. And I used to argue with them and, you know, it might be about like artificial sweeteners or something. And they'll be like, oh no, they're harmful. They're this, but, and I used to argue back and forth and back and forth. And, um, and Ricky always used to say to me, like, what are you doing? You know, what's the <laughs> point? But I just, I was so like, I am right about everything, you know, and I'll just have this thing. But now if I get people criticizing things, you know, I, I'm quite happy to have a constructive um, discussion, you know, but people are just there to hate. So block, I just block. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's just, it saves so much time because at the end of the day, are you going to be able to, if you're there to educate people about health and fitness, are you going to be able to help somebody who wants, who just basically tries to tear down everything you do? It's like, no. So what's the point? You know, you don't lose anything by blocking that person. You just save yourself time and uh, you don't have to deal with that negativity anymore. Until the next one. <laughs> Until the next one, Reyes, it's here. Or until they make a burner account, just to troll all over again. Yeah, Kevin Durant, bloody burner account. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you said earlier that you're quite a good communicator. Where, where did you learn these communication skills from? Because it's quite um, essential. And I think people coming through these days lack some of those skills. That's another good question. <laughs> well uh i have worked in several call centers uh so i suppose i had to be good at communicating over the phone where you can't see body language and stuff so you've got to be good at doing it with words and tone i suppose um so yeah uh, it's probably it's probably from that i suppose i don't know yeah i mean one of the things that that you have to have as a online uh, person who does social media and stuff you've got to have lots of different skills and you have to be relatively good at like a lot of different things as it turns out and um, like when I started making these posts this is why my early posts look like complete shit is because I was just hopeless at Photoshop I just could not do it to save my life <laughs> and so I said to myself you got to learn how to do this properly and so I did and I just taught myself how to do it and now I make quite good graphics you know that are clear and concise and whatever um, but I had to kind of learn that myself. So what I would do is if I was not very good at something, I would just go hard until I was good at it. And I've basically done that with every aspect of um, social media that I needed to. And so that's why I can kind of do everything. It's like, it's not like, you know, when I make a video, it's not going to be the best video in the world, but it's better than I would have made it two years ago or whatever, you know, cause I've just learned what not to do on certain things. So um, I think it's, sometimes it's just like, you might make a post about something and then you read through the comments and you're like, okay, I have not conveyed what I wanted to convey here. <laughs> Everybody's like confused and stuff and it's not their fault. It's because I haven't actually uh, explained it properly and say, so like, okay, I've got to explain this better. Or you might look back and go, oh, actually I shouldn't have said that because that's not what I meant. And you kind of learn through trial and error, like to be more concise with things and be, you know, don't fluff about things and don't exaggerate things. Just tell how it is. And it seems to just get the message across better, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely can agree with that. It's all in the words you use or the videos, the words that the videos um, say. It's it's quite hard, eh, to get something that captures everything or every part of your audience. So do you kind of go, okay, this will be for this particular part of my audience, this will be for that particular part, or? Uh, no, I don't. I do nutrition and training, and I just... Here's the content, eat it up. <laughs> like it or love it. Uh, but yeah, I'll give you an example because I do a Q and A uh, on Instagram that you know comes up on Facebook as well, um, most weeks. And it's you know a question box where you can put in whatever question you want about nutrition or training, and I answer it with a video. And I'll sit in this in this very spot in this beanbag that I'm sitting in right now, and it will be the most simple question, and I'll record it, and then I'll just stuff up the words. I'll just like trip over my, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, Ugh. so I have to do it again. And sometimes I literally did this, I think it was yesterday I did a q and I had one thing, uh, one question, I can't remember what it was. And I must've tried to take that video like 15 times, <laughs> but it was one I had to probably talk for about 
maybe like up to 60 seconds oh, without okay. making a fuck up and i just couldn't do it <laughs> i just couldn't do it and i was like i'm just not gonna answer that question because you know, i guess the point where you're like look i just can't do that one today my brain's just not allowing me to do it and you go okay let's do a different question so you know when it when it comes up on social media people think oh man karen's this amazing communicator because he just he's so concise with all this answers to these questions it's just bam 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 it's like yeah but some of them i can get straight away in the video some of them it takes me multiple goes you know and because you might be talking about something then you just start waffling and you're like i'm waffling that's not a good answer do it again you know and that's just what you have to do sometimes because you want it to be concise you don't want people to be wading through your stories like oh god this guy's waffling on about this isn't even what the question was about you know (laughs) so, so that's that's one of those things i think what what we do is we get so obsessed with making everything perfect we end up just not posting things that aren't you know are anything but you know and uh i think there's definitely a uh i think gary b says that as well you know you you can't just nothing's gonna be perfect you've just got to post things but at the same time if you do a really shit job do it again (laughs) you know that's what i'd add on to the end of that if you've done a you know if you watch back you're like that's not what i meant that's not what i'm trying to say here do it again you know, there's no harm in doing it again, but it doesn't have to be perfect either, you know? Yeah, I get strung up a little I bit. I probably like waffled just then. <laughs> nah, nah, I guess you were, nah, nah, it was, it was to the point. It just, there were a lot of examples in that point. Well, I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, it's true. I think a lot of um, my listeners enjoy having, hearing more examples and lessons uh, like that. Yep. So... I wrote down a couple of extra questions because um, I knew you were coming on and your business mind minded. You have a business mind. Yeah. So I thought I'll ask yep. some of these. Um, yep. How do you stay authentic and genuine in your business dealings and interactions with customers or clients? Did you write that question or did chat GPT? I wrote half of it. It just reworded it because I couldn't. <laughs> formulated no, I was joking <laughs> i was joking but um what was it how do you stay authentic and genuine yeah well I, I asked how do you stay you to what you do and your client base but it come out like that this sounds better um what i would say i don't like it when i make a piece of content and i read it back or watch it back and i go that's not me you know that's not who I am or what I like that's not you know that's not me I suppose is the best way of putting it um and I think you've just got to you don't want to be because what everybody does on social media in particular is that they always portray a version of themselves that they think other people will like or they want other people to like and that's not what it's about you know and there isn't like you know it's like you have to put in the effort to be yourself but at the same time you can't it's it's actually kind of hard to explain but (laughs) you've got (laughs) it's like what would an example be you know uh i suppose you've just got to make sure that what the content that you're putting out is really you it's not the best all the best bits of you and none of the bad bits or whatever uh having you know i just talked about how i delete videos that aren't good but anyway um (laughs) But, you know, you just got to think, well, is this content I'm releasing, is this in line with my vision or what I am trying to achieve here? You know, is there a point to it? What's the goal of this content? Because if there's no, you know, here's an example. If I just post up a picture of me with my shirt off, 
it's like, well, what the fuck's the goal of that? How is that helping anybody to be better at nutrition or training or whatever? And that's why I never, well, I don't never do it, but I hardly ever put them up because I'm just like, you know, that's what influencers do because they're like, yeah. here's me. Here's me when I was completely peeled and tanned and had the best lighting in the world by my stuff, you know, and I don't want to be like that because that's not what it's about. So it's like, well, at the same time, it's like if you put up a picture of yourself and you look good and that can motivate other people to train hard and, you know, stick to their nutrition or whatever, then that's a good thing. But, I mean, how many people are realistically going to see a picture of you and think, oh, shit, I've got to get back in the gym. You know, I've, got to, I've got to diet, you know. So it's like, well, what is the goal here? Is what I'm posting consistent with what I'm here for and what my goal is on social media? Or is it not? And is it just because I want likes and to feel good about myself, you know? Yo, I like this. I definitely waffled on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, at least I know it. <laughs> but there's 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 still some truths and some, and some insight within that as well, though. Um, so in saying that, how do you know when it's authentic, and how do you know when it's kind of bullshit, even though you've produced it? I think you just know. You just you just <laughs> like you re- like you know deep down somewhere you're like. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people out there who, if you go to a typical influencer page, it's just all pictures of them, you know, it's just pictures, 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 pictures of them. And if you go to my social media, it's like comparisons, education, that's basically all it is. You know, there's hardly any pictures of me at all. Um, and I have been meaning to put up more pictures of me or incorporate pictures of me in there because I am the guy making the stuff. But it's like, you know, you just you kind of just know you post something and you, you, you really have to take the time to say, it's like if you were to say, write a post even before you post it and you reread it and you say, okay, is this what I'm trying to say here? Is this what I want to get across today? Or is it just a picture of me with my shirt off? Cause I'm feeling a bit shit. And I just want to be able to say, man, you look so good. <laughs> you know, and if the answer is yes, that's what you're doing. Well then think of something better to post. You know, I mean, what's the goal? Like for me, it's, it's to help people with nutrition and training, you know? So every post I make should have something to do with it. In my opinion, you know, and it's okay to put up the old posts. It's like, oh yeah, life update, business update, whatever. But I just don't see the point in, um, you know, doing that kind of empty influencer content because it just achieves nothing. I don't, I just don't see the point. There's heaps of other influencers already doing that. You know? That is true. That is true. That is what I guess is the trend of so content. To to summarize, I think it's a gut feeling. You just know whether it's you know can uh, consistent with your values or not. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Well, I guess I'll throw another question at you, because um, <clears throat> I think there. Well, I hope there is. Um, are there any mentors or role models that have had a significant impact on your career or business that have helped you, you know, maintain that me attitude that, you know, I am this authentic person. I'm not a character playing a role. Um, not, uh, not ones in my life. Uh, really, I would say more people online like Gary V and, um, uh, Jordan Peterson and uh, even Tony Robbins actually to some degree I think Tony's got a lot of good stuff to say um, 
And probably what helped me the most when I was starting out was Gary V, to be honest, because Gary V is the man. Like, because he's he's all about he talks a lot about life, but he also talks a lot about business as well. And that was exactly what I needed, you know, to hear about making content and how to do it and how to um, think about you know people's opinions and what what they think of your content and how they criticize it and blah 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 blah. Uh, so I think Gary V was probably by far the biggest influence on me when I was starting out. And um, and I don't even watch much of his content now because uh, I've kind of learnt most of it, you know. But um, I think that was yeah, he was by far the biggest influence, I would say. Yeah, I think Gary V is the best to start out with. If you need that push to actually do that thing, to start that business, to leave the job, to um, you know ask that person out, to just live your happiest, truest life, Gary V is yep. the best person to sort of start you on that journey. Um, yeah yeah and i i think he is someone you can keep around forever but there's a there's a time where you've got to let those training wheels go and you've just got to test it yourself you can always go back to his content but yeah one, once you've got the ball rolling try it try it for yourself i think that's what well, and i think a lot of his content is kind of he hits home the same kind of ideas so once you've actually got it you don't need to hear that again and so you keep hearing the same thing you're like, oh, i probably don't need to watch this anymore um because it is all the same themes and it's like it's like people just smacking their head against the wall, just not understanding it, you know, and I was one of them and until it kind of clicks and the penny drops and you're like, ah, oh, right. Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah. it's like, you know, yeah. And when that happens, you can literally just run with it and buy his books too. They're good books to just have as resources. Yeah, to I've actually got, on. I've got one or two of them, but I haven't read it. <laughs> uh, Cause I learned all the stuff from him on social media. Pretty much. I just watched all his videos and uh, I've bought heaps of books that I haven't read. I'm one of those people who uh, buys yeah. them and doesn't read them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm reading Game of Thrones at the moment instead, the Song of Ice and Fire, because I find it much more interesting. Sometimes it is like that. Like I've got a whole bunch of books that my camera's sitting on <laughs> that I haven't read, but like I'll get maybe two or three pages in, and it's just um, I'll get around to it. Yeah, yeah. I've literally got a box full of them, probably twenty something books. You know, all kinds of different ones. And all the ones that people recommend, like Atomic Habits and all that, you know, oh, and I buy them. But then I'm just so busy working on my business or doing whatever I'm doing. I just don't, you know, and if I'm going to read something, it's more like read something like, um, you know, that's fiction. Because mm. um, it's, you know. You get to take a break. Just, your mind gets to relax. Yeah. And you just kind of chill out and, you know, yeah. What do you do? Because I'd assume, does your mind race a mile a minute with different ideas and stuff sometimes at the end of the day when you've had like a really productive day? Does your brain still? No. <laughs> I'm a real even keel person. As you know, I'm very, I have very good control of my thoughts and what's going on. And um, so, you know, when it's time to think about business, it's time to think about business. And when it's not time, it's not time. And I won't, you know, uh, I mean, there's always, you know, there's always things going on, but, you know, I'm very good at uh, putting thoughts into drawers and closing the drawer, you know, when I need to or whatever. I always have been. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's probably a pro and a con, but, you know, because you, know, you can't always be thinking about your business. Otherwise, you just go insane, you know, but there's a there's a time and place where you do need to. So, yeah. So how do you, how do you control. sort of process there like what, what's the thought process that helps you go all right we'll file that away and we'll pull it out again when i need that uh, i don't know I don't, I don't think i even consciously do it honestly it's like you know if uh 
if you sit down at your laptop, so it's time to work, you know. Um, but uh, I think it's just a thing that you just learn to do. I, I suppose it's the exact opposite of having uh, having to deal with uh, like anxiety or something like that, where you just can't control any of the thoughts at all. You know, and your brain's kind of deciding what you are thinking about, and you just can't control it. It's, it's basically the opposite. And uh, I just have a, I suppose, a skill where I can just, I can choose what to think about most of the time. Anyway, you know, Shit, I don't know if nice. that makes any sense. Yeah, because my mind's kind yeah. of the opposite. I'm like, whenever I try to go lie down for bed, my mind just decides to go, bro, you should do this. You should think about this, man. What if we write something about this, or what if we look more into this? I'm like, bro, come on, man. I'm just trying. Did to it sleep. tend to happen when you go to bed? When you yeah. go to sleep. So what you do is get a uh, notepad and put it next to the, the bed with a pen. And when you go to bed and you have ideas and stuff like that, write them all down. And then you don't have to think about them anymore because they're written down, so they'll be there for you tomorrow. Yeah, I need to start doing I that. I don't know anymore. who I got that from. That's I don't, I don't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should do that. But uh, I heard that from somebody. It might even have been Gary V. I can't remember who it was, but uh, it, it does help because it means that you, you, uh, you know you've got that thought out and you've put it somewhere and you can come back to it later. So now you don't need to think about it anymore. Because sometimes you think about things and you're like, oh, I don't want to forget that. So you keep thinking about it. And then that's, yeah. Keeps you up half the night and you're like, shit, okay, how are we going to develop this? Keep developing it in your head. And you're like, fuck. Just yeah, I think even just brainstorming just in general is, uh, and I didn't, don't do that very often either because I don't really need to. But um, sometimes if it's like, oh, I'm not sure how I'm going to approach something or how I'm going to do something, it's like do a brainstorm and just write it all down in a notebook or something. And uh, all of a sudden, it's like a weight off your mind because it's somewhere else, you know, and you can always come back and look at that again and think about it again, but it's not just stuck in your head, you know, tormenting you, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> you've kind of got it out, you know? Yeah. Shit, no, my luck. I'll forget where I put it. <laughs> you got to take it with you everywhere. Take yeah. it with you. I just put it in like my laptop bag or whatever. So I just take it with me when you're going to the cafe to do work or whatever. Oh, yo, that's a smart idea. I should probably, I should note that down actually and make sure that I actually do that because, yeah, my mind runs a mile a minute, especially when I'm trying to go to bed. Yeah, write in your notebook that um, you're going to write in your notebook. <laughs> Need the notebook for the notebook? <laughs> yeah. What were um, some of your initial challenges when you first were um, jumping into this world of social media and um, content creation? What was your biggest hurdle? Um, biggest hurdle was probably uh, when we began there were two of us like I said before uh, Ricky and I the biggest hurdle was probably trying to make it work with both of us doing it and it turned out it was impossible <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I mean it's a great idea you know you think we can start social media together. We can share the, all the different um, things we have to do, you know, whether it's making content or, um, you know, doing accounts or doing plans or doing whatever it is. We can all share that burden and it all work really well and seamlessly and blah, blah, blah. And it just does not work like that at all. Um, because you, for a start, you have, while you might both be PTs or you might both be whatever you are, you are going to have different ideas about things, different ways of thinking about things, different approaches. And you've now got to somehow compromise how you're going to get things across. You know, and a good example was that I was very argumentative and Ricky wasn't, for example. So I'd be the one arguing all the time. Um, 
so it was actually quite difficult. And once uh, Ricky decided to leave, which is a long story, but he decided to leave, uh, everything just got easier because I didn't have to run anything by anybody or um, whatever. It was just, I would just do what I wanted to do and I would talk about what I wanted to talk about and uh, and I would do it on my schedule. And I didn't have to check with anybody, you know, when are you free to film something or whatever? It's just, I will just go and do it. And that's how I've done it ever since. And man, it's made it so much easier when you don't have to, um, you know, uh, check everything with somebody else, uh, which makes things very difficult. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, at least now I've got that freedom to just post it, schedule anything whenever I'm on my time. But yeah, exactly. Nice I mean, imagine if you had to check with someone every time you had to do it. Be like, what do you think of this content that I made? And you're like, oh, actually, I wish you'd said this and this and didn't talk so much about this. You know, well, now you got to film it again, or you know, that's just there's no future in that, you know. Nah, it's too it's too difficult. That's why I think sometimes hey, you kind of just got to look and just realize that sometimes it's just never going to work out, and you got to be okay with that. Yeah, because I think I learned that lesson from uh, Kevin O'Leary, the guy from Shark Tank, the US version. Oh yeah, yeah. He's just like you just got to be ready to know when you got to take you know either it be a relationship, a business idea, an actual current business, take it around the bar, back of the barn, and you know put it down. Yeah. Not everything's yeah, you got to know when to cut the cord, eh? You know, you can't just hang on to things and try and make everything work. Sometimes it's just not worth the effort. Yeah. Mm. And so, how did how did you know? Like, what? How? Uh, how long were you wanting to go with this before you were going to give up? If if it didn't, you know, kick off as it has, did you have a time frame? No, I didn't. I just kind of. Well, I never really thought it wouldn't work. I, I thought it would do well, but um, as long as I put in the work, you know, and I think one of the reasons that there aren't a lot of um, social media people like me in New Zealand uh, doing what I'm doing is because it's bloody hard work. And, you know, like I work seven days a week. I never have days off. Uh, I'm always doing something. And uh, and I do everything as well. I even build my own bloody website, you know. Uh, so <laughs> there's, uh, there's always stuff to do, you know, and, um, and you just kind of live it and it's, it's really, it's really fulfilling. You know, it's not like, you know, I've been employed at lots of different places in the past and, um, working for somebody else is not the same as owning your own business, putting in the work. And it's, even as a PT in person, you know, the amount of even your money that you make is reliant on how hard you work. And if you don't work hard, you make no fucking money and you fail. And so, you have to work hard and um, you have to keep yourself afloat. And so it's very fulfilling when you do well and you just got to say to yourself, well, this will work as long as I put in the work and I do the things I need to do. If I don't, it won't. And so then you have no choice and you can't ever, Schwarzenegger says famously, you can't have a plan B because you, if you have something to fall back on, you're not going to go all in on plan A. So I didn't have something to fall back on um, once I took it fully online anyway. Uh, so you kind of just got to fully commit and just go, you know what? It will succeed if I put in the work. If I don't, it won't. And so I know what I need to do. And you're definitely uh, reaping the fruits of your labor, bro. It's amazing. I would say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah shit, yeah. yeah. Doing amazing. But I mean, we're not finished yet. Like, I've done really well, but it's, you know, I can't Still just stop. To grow. I, I, I can't just say, you know what? I've done well. Time to have a rest. <laughs> Yeah, because it doesn't work like that. It just keeps going, and uh, that's why you've got to enjoy it. Because if it was just some job I was doing for somebody else or whatever, I mean, it'd be very hard to just you know, 
keep working every day, but I just love doing it. So no problem, you know? Yeah, bro. No, I definitely feel that. And that's kind of why I'm trying to do this as well is so I can reach that point of this is becomes a full-time job and you know, I have my own things going on and you just get that self-worth because yeah, when it's, when it's your own creation, you, you have a little bit more interest in seeing it succeed. So you work a little bit harder, you don't Absolutely. mind putting in those extra hours. Yep. Whereas when you work for someone what, else, you're like, Oh, and it's something that people don't understand as a, as a, particularly from the business point of view, when people have not had their own business before and they've just been employed by people all their lives, which is most people, they don't understand what it's like to have your own thing because they haven't experienced it. And I was in that boat as well. And it wasn't until I started PTing as a, you know, as a sole trader, as a, you know, running my own um, show that, um, you know, pros and cons, of course, everything has pros and cons. Um, but man, it is so fulfilling to build up your own business and you put in the hard work and you see it start to build and grow. Um, it's much more fulfilling than just someone pays you money to do something, you know, particularly if it's something you don't even like doing, you know, <laughs> yeah. we've all been there. So, um, yeah, it's just a different world. Eh? And, and it's, it's very hard to explain to somebody who hasn't, um, done it, you know, do you have any advice for anyone? you know on the fence about oh i'd really be keen to start my own thing do you have any advice for someone on that stage uh i would just say you just like you said before you've just got to do it you know you've got to go all in um if you're going to half-ass it you're going to get half-ass results and uh that's not what we want you know you just got to commit to it you got to put in the work and if you do that and it fails then you know who cares you know, you can always get another job or you can do whatever, but you're not going to find out. It's that whole thing. If you, if you never ask, the answer is always going to be no. You know, you've just got to do it. And uh, it's scary, but you just got to do it. <laughs> 100%, Tough shit. <laughs> 100%. And like, yeah. failure is not the worst thing in the world. Failure is just an opportunity no. to learn. Um, yep. It's a new chance to grow and become a better person for it. Now you know what not to yep. do and what doesn't work. Exactly. It's just a learning experience. So it's just. Uh, you know, that's the failure is how we learn to be better and succeed in the long term anyway, you know, and I, I talk about people uh, to people about that when it comes to, say, nutrition, you know, if you're following like a trying to change your diet to be a healthier diet. So, well, people expect themselves to just, you know, I'm yeah. now going to eat healthy 100% of the time. I say, well, no, you're not. You're going to slip <laughs> up. You're going to fall off the wagon. You're going to have uh, times where you might binge drink you might binge eat you might like eat all kinds of shit and that's okay because then you wake up the next day and go you know what let's look at that why did that happen you know was i stressed uh was it because i bought the wrong stuff at the grocery store was it whatever it was and you learn okay i'm not going to do that next time so i'm going to set myself up better so that, that doesn't happen but you can't expect yourself to be perfect it's all about failing over and over again and just getting better each time and just learning yeah i think expecting perfection you're only setting yourself up to fail every time yeah so you yep. just got to learn from that continue to build you'll be great yep oh and the, the other thing is that people expect themselves to be perfect they're always disappointed in themselves and really hard on themselves they beat themselves up which is counterproductive and it makes everything <laughs> even more difficult than it was before because now you're just telling yourself you're a piece of shit because you didn't do this and you didn't do this and it's like well you know we all trip up i mean and that's part of the whole thing on social media is that I don't want to appear like some dude who's just does everything perfectly and goes to the gym every day and eats healthy every day and never eats any chocolate or, you know, cause it's just, that's not realistic and yeah. that's not how it is. And so I would never pretend like that's the case cause it's not, you know? Yeah. I love that. I love that. 
because it's as much as it is you know trying not to set yourself up for perfection and you know being too afraid of failure it's just about enjoying the process and have some fun along the way because life's too short to take everything so fucking seriously enjoy it it's a process it's fun it's supposed to be fun yep yep which is why you know don't do a job that you don't enjoy because uh, you only get one life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't waste it doing some shit you don't even like doing, you know? Just because your parents want you to do it doesn't mean you have to. No. No. Oh, that's what the notebook's for, too. Sitting down and thinking about what you actually want. Yeah, what do I want for a job? What do I want from life? You know? What do I want my life to look like? And go out and get it. Yeah. Maybe even plan how you can achieve this. Yep. Yep. Life is good if you make the right decisions. Yep, speaking sure. about life as a whole uh, if we could go back and tell whew, if, if we had let's go with 19 year old Karen seated next to you uh, if you could tell him any piece of advice warning or if you'd just like to say something to him what, what would you tell him well I'll describe 19 year old Karen to you shall I <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so you yeah. know who I'm talking to <laughs> So when I was 19, so I came out of school, I did student form, came out of school, went to university and I'd been uh, in a relationship with a girl since I was 14 and uh, we moved to Wellington together and we're living together and I was up at university, I was studying to do a Bachelor of Information Technology, which has got to be the most boring thing in the whole world I found out, but anyway, and so I wouldn't go to university and you know what I'd do instead? i played World of Warcraft all day long. <laughs> I bet you didn't see that one coming. Definitely didn't see that coming, bro. Yep. And uh, I'm not particularly proud of that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I wasn't even like, I wasn't even drinking or anything like that, but I was just a loser, you know. I didn't have, I, I, I didn't even know what I was doing for a job. I can't remember. Oh, I think I was working at um, Mawson's, which is a, a, you know, supermarket yeah. uh, style thing. Um, and, yeah, failing at university, playing video games all day long, and that was basically my life, so... Uh, I would say, <laughs> I'll give him a kick up the ass and say, <laughs> get out your notebook and start brainstorming what you want to do with your life and what you want from your life and stop being such a fucking loser, you know? <laughs> that's probably what I would say. Yeah, it's but, I mean, the last truths. At the end of the day, there's nothing I could say to myself at 19 years old that would probably change the path that I took because when you're young like that, you're still really just a kid, you know, and you have yeah. to learn by failing and you have to go and do different things and, you know, go and do different jobs you don't like until you finally work out what your passion is, which turned out to be fitness. But I didn't know that when I was 19. I wasn't even going to the gym. I didn't even start going to the gym until I was 20. Shit. Um, you know, so it's like you just kind of – I think when you're young like that, it's not so much about just knowing what to do. You've just got to do things and just live your life and travel and do whatever you want to do. And then in time, you will start to go, okay, I need a purpose now. and I need to work out what I'm actually going to do for the long term here. Um, so it's a funny one because – what could I possibly have said to myself that would actually like make me make better decisions and stuff? I, 19 year old me would probably just said like, F off, you know? I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> Turn around back on the game. Yeah. It's, it's a funny thing to think about actually because, you know, I was so young and dumb and naive and, you know, all the rest of it. So, But aren't we all at that age? We all have this optimistic outlook on everything and how the world's going to be and what we're going to be and how we get treated. And then, you know, a few years go and 
we have a few more hardships and we soon realize that it's not all bloody roses and candies it's it's hard it's fucking hard absolutely but i mean at the time you know when you're young like that you're not thinking about like your purpose in life and how you can make your life fulfilling and your dream <laughs> job and all that you're just thinking uh probably money booze girls you know like you just <laughs> you're thinking short term you know you're yeah. not thinking long term at all so you know but i think that's fine you just gotta you know you can't come out of school thinking that you've got your life sorted. This just doesn't work like that, you know? Nah, school doesn't set you up to have those kind of victories coming out of school like that. Not at all. School school teaches lots of things you don't need to know and not many things you do need to know, you know, about life anyway yeah. you know, and just life in general, you know. Like it would be nice if you told me how to do my taxes and, uh, <laughs> you know, and right. how to budget properly and, <laughs> you taxes know, things and like a budget. Fuck a hypotenuse. Yeah, just just send me to Gary V YouTube and I'll just watch that instead of going to some of these classes it would be more useful. Shit. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but that's the way, that's the world we live in. And that's just yeah. how the education system works. It's not, yeah. I think it's not invented for everyone to succeed within that structure. It's invented for not people to go on to university and then go on to become another teacher or a lecturer within the university or a science space. It's not actually teaching people to become, self-sufficient humans well if you think about you know back when we did that pt course think about some of the stuff that was covered in that that was completely useless yeah. such as how a cell works i <laughs> yeah. mean when am i ever going to tell one of my clients how their muscle cell contracts and why would they even give a shit you know yeah. i need to know <laughs> about the things that are actually going to be useful to me in my business and things uh for example that would be more useful would have been like how to do a uh, how to do a budget, how to set up a good business structure, uh, et cetera. All the things that Gary Vee would teach you. Yep. None of those were covered in the course, or not very in-depth anyway, and all these things that we just didn't even need to know. So, well, why is nobody saying, hey, this course isn't very good. Let's <laughs> improve it. You know, people yep. need to come, like you and I who did the course, come back and say, you know what? Those bits were really useful, but these bits were not. And here's what we would have liked to have known looking back. And then redo the course, like redesign yep. it. They, say, they do the same thing for the whole school system. Yeah, bro. And like one thing I wish we had learned or did a lot more in that PT course was actually um, role play asking clients for money, telling them your price. Because so that's where I failed as a PT. It just felt awkward for me telling people that were like eight, nine, 10, 15 years older than me that, you know, this is my price per hour. That, that was the most awkward thing to me I felt was asking yeah. people for money, essentially. That's all you're asking. You're asking them for money. Back then, I, I learned do it. I learned the hard way as well. But uh, the, the key to that that I learned was that you've got to set up the value first before you even talk about money. Because if you just say, if you just come straight off the bat, I charge 80 bucks an hour, it's like, well, who cares? What am I getting for that? You haven't even told them what they're getting, you know? So you say, you know, here's how I can help you. This is what you need. This is how I can help you. These are all the things, blah, 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 blah. And then they will want to ask you how much it costs because they want all those things you just described. So if you don't set up the value first, I do the same thing on a website. You know, if you go to my website, where are the prices? They're at the bottom, bottom of the page. Yeah. yeah. Because if I put them at the top, it's like, who cares? Like, what is this website even about? I don't even know yet. And you're already telling me how much you charge. I mean, who cares? It's like, what is your service? How can it help? It's a, and then I just, blah, 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 blah. it's all this stuff. And then you see the price and you go, you know what? Is that price... Am I going to pay that price for all those things that he's just talked about or not? 
And, you know, so you've got to have the value first. Otherwise it's just the, the cost is irrelevant because it's not, um, you know what I mean? It's, it doesn't, it's, it's completely irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I agree yeah. with that. I learned that as I did sales and stuff as I grew. Cause I think, well, I think I was only yeah. 20 something. I think I was 20, 21 when we finished that PT course and doing that. And I was like, trying to ask people for money just felt really awkward. But further on down the line, when I went to Dunedin, I, I was a bar manager. Fuck knows how I got that role. Um, <laughs> funny story about that, but it's, uh, maybe I'll tell it. The two previous bar managers both quit at the same time. And I was like the most experienced waiter. I'd been there for two weeks longer than everyone else, but I'd still only been at this bar for two months. They promoted me. Damn, bro, the deep end, right? So <laughs> you learn quick how to be sort of not staunch enough to tell patrons to, you know, politely fuck off out of the bar because you're too intoxicated. And then I went and worked at Vodafone, and that's when I learned more about sales. And that's where I learned, you know, it's the product and service first, price later, because you're trying to get them to buy into, you know, your yeah. Wi-Fi or your phone plan. And the other thing is, you've got to be confident about what you're charging and you can't so um you've got to be okay with a person saying no yeah uh, one of the things you know if you're a pt a self-employed pt is that when every time you take someone for a free session or you have a consultation or whatever you see it as an opportunity to make more money and that's a problem because <laughs> then you <laughs> make it's really important to you and so you don't want to fail and so you might say okay I charge 80 bucks now and then I, ooh, it's a bit steep. You go, okay, 70, 60, <laughs> yeah. 50, you know? And I'm you can't do free. that because <laughs> yeah, the price is the price and, and you've got to believe that what you are providing the person is worth the amount that you're charging. And if you don't really believe that, then you can't ask for it. You feel bad asking for it because you know it's not worth that much. You know? yeah, yeah. Like, am I really going to do all these things that I'm talking about? Um, you know, so when I have it on my website or whatever and I list all the stuff, the person who signs up is going to get it, all that stuff. And I know that. So there's the price. If you can't afford it or it's too expensive for you or you think it's not worth it, then that's completely fine and you don't have to sign up. And I'm 100% cool with that, you know. You've got to, you've got to know that what you're charging uh, is worth all the value or that the value even outweighs what you're charging, which it does on my website, goodguysfit.com. <laughs> bro i was just about to say that. Like, this isn't a paid promotion. These not paying to be on the podcast right now, but... If you check out the website and you see all the shit you get access to, the value is quite fair, I think. Like yeah. that, that's that's more than a reasonable price that's, to pay. It's more than fair, yeah, I yeah. Because that's what it's about. It's like you know when I talk about improving the app and the platform, it's like how can I add more value to what it already is? You know, it's already huge value, but you know how can I make it better? How can I make it so it's even better than it currently is? And that's what the goal is at the moment see so Fano, all, all my listeners man if you're if you're looking to get into a healthier lifestyle and this isn't just limited to new zealand you can be international international yep uh yeah probably i would say 99 percent of my clients are from new zealand but uh i have got a couple of people overseas oh, uh, all the food all the food and stuff and the nutrition plans is um uh kind of general food you know so it's not like special brands or anything like that um so it can be used wherever you are in the world 
See, there we go. Whānau, doesn't matter where you are in the world. I know I've got a few Australian listeners. Uh, funnily enough, there's a few from Milwaukee that listen to this podcast. I, I have stats on where everyone in the world is that listens to this, and there's a few Do you know people Milwaukee. over there? No. No. That's random. <laughs> <laughs> That's very random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, if you're listening, if you're still a listener from Milwaukee, Shout out thanks. Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for Milwaukee listening. Bucks. Up yeah. the Bucks. Yeah. Giannis fans. Yeah, pretty much. If you're able to, would you give a quick, brief overview of all the things you offer on your website for those too lazy to click the link below? Uh, yep, put me on but the spot. <laughs> don't put your prices uh, out there. If they want to know how much, they go check it out them damn selves. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, all the stuff's on the website anyway, but uh, the basic idea is you can uh, choose between a nutrition plan or a training plan or both uh, that you can access through my app. And it's uh, the nutrition plans are personalized, the training plans are customized. So whatever your goal is, whether it's to lose body fat or to gain muscle, um, then I can make a plan that can get you there, basically. And there's heaps of features and stuff. Uh, I won't go on to them. They're all on the website if you want to check it out. And uh, yeah, but the, basically the idea is to give you the structure so you don't have to calculate all that stuff yourself. You don't have to work it all out. It's just a plan. You just follow it. You still have to put in the work. I can't do the work for you. I can just make it easier. But you still have to put in the work. But it's uh, the idea is to give you the structure so that you can do that. See, Fano. How is that perfect. for a sales pitch? <laughs> That's perfect. And like you said, if you want to find out more, go check out the website. The link will be in the description down below. So go check it out, Fano. Goodguysfit.com. So we go find it. Everyone's going to think that's an nice. ad. Everyone's going to think that's yeah. an ad. Uh, 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a free hoodie or something in exchange for you for giving me a shout out. <laughs> no, no, it's, 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 all, it's all service, man. Whoever comes on and needs something promoted, that's what this show's about. It's not just yeah. my dream. These are everyone's dreams. Speaking of dreams, I've got a dream deposit box. People don't really like it when I just call it the dream box because it was supposed to be a dream jar. And all my guests that have come on the show have um, put in a dream. There's a few in there. This is episode 20, so there's over 20 dreams. The pink ones are everyone else's. The green ones are mine. Um, they range from owning a McLaren, that's my selfish goal, um, all the way up to making it to their 30th birthday, um, seeing people reach their full potential, uh, run a marathon. Some people just want to attend a Rugby World Cup final. So that's the, the spectrum of dreams. Um, do you have one, two that you'd like to put in there? Dreams. Dreams. Mm. Well, probably one of them would be to live overseas for a while. Uh, I'm thinking, well, because the whole, the whole, uh, one of my goals from the start of doing all this stuff was that I could work from anywhere, you know, but I've already reached that goal. <laughs> so that can't, <laughs> that can't be my dream. Um, but uh, actually, I'll tell you what, here's one, here's one. I would like to travel the country and go and train with different people from around the country uh, at their various gyms. Because why not? <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's a that's a cool one. Um, I think that's cool. Travel NZ training at various gyms with various people. 
like with uh, clients, followers, etc. Because um, I just think that'd be cool, you know. I think uh, people on social media don't do that type of thing. They just kind of become these big personalities and they're like, you know, mini celebrities. And I just don't want to be like that at all, you know. Nah, bro. Um, I don't think you'll get like that either. I think you're too grounded. Yeah, but people start to treat you like that. I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. <laughs> One time I was down, I was down Oriental Parade at Wellington, and uh, it was a hot day. It was a few years ago. It must have been when good guys first started taking off. And I went into the there's like a little um, dairy there. I went in to get a drink, and I came up to the um, counter to buy it. And the guy behind the counter said, "Oh, you're from Good Guys Fit." I must be wearing the t-shirt or something. I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "Oh, can I take a photo?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, no one had ever asked me to take a photo, with, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. before." And I was like, "Oh, that's kind of weird, but cool, you know." I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Yeah, sure." And so you know what he does? I thought he was going to like you know take a selfie of us. He just turned his phone around and snapped a photo of me standing in his shop and was like, thanks. I was like, what the hell? I think he must have, he must have sent it to his mates or something. He said, oh, yeah, I saw the guy from Good Guys. But I was like, I was fully expecting to be like a selfie, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. What the fuck? It was, it was so weird. I was like, what on earth is going on? That's a strange thing to happen, bro. What the fuck? Yeah. I walked out. I was like, what? I don't get it. That's a that's a random encounter, but bro, hey, I love it. Uh, I mean, I I do see some people that like the supermarket and stuff randomly as well, who will say hi and we'll have a chat and stuff. But I see a lot of people who recognise me who don't talk to me, which is even weirder, you know? Because you they... know, you know that they know, you know, you can tell. Are they doing that? And they just kind of <laughs> nah. But it's more, it's it's just a look, you know. It's a look that I used to never get until I started doing this stuff and you just know and it's like you know you can't just say hi like a normal fucking person you know they're not gonna bite your bloody hand off or you know yeah uh, it's a weird thing was that that a good enough dream or do you need a bigger scale one bro we can do a bigger one if you'd like so I did forget to say that um whilst you are doing that I need you to take photos because Back there, one day, I'm going to um, collate everyone that has achieved their dreams with their little post-it note. I want to attach it to a photo or a, a message or a memento from them completing that dream. So Okay, uh, let's put another one in there. Let's uh, put in one that I would like to live uh, in Asia for a while at some point. Oosh. Asia? Whereabouts like in Asia? Thailand or... Oh, nice. Yeah, probably Thailand, I would say. Somewhere like that. I just think that would be cool. Um, ah, that'd be a whole new experience. How long do you reckon you'd yeah. want to live there? A few years, decades? Uh, probably start with a couple months. <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't need to commit to a few years. Just start with a couple months. See, yeah. Start See small. What's going on? Start yeah. small. You always come back then if you, you know, you feel like, eh, you know, not really working out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so it goes into the dream deposit box, which is a Trey Young sneaker box, which says, always remember when they doubted you, which is my favorite quote uh, of 2022. I only found this because I signed up to a social basketball team and I needed some shoes. And then I seen the quote. I normally go for Nikes, but I seen the quote and I was like, shit, all right. I like that. It's meant to be. I'm taking that and it's going to be my dream jar. Damn, that marketing works. But it worked, it worked. But them Trey Youngs are comfortable. If anyone's out there is yeah. looking to buy some, buy some Trey Youngs. 
<laughs> but I was also thinking uh, on your travels around the country, working out with p- different people, man, if you're in Taranaki, let's do it. Let's link up. I don't oh, go to sure. the gym, but uh, I can get a gym membership or we can do something completely different. We can do uh, some jiu-jitsu. I can get us a, a, an entrance to a, a jiu-jitsu club here and we can we can do a training session with them. Oh, yeah. I've never done jiu-jitsu before. Yeah, it'll be sort of, you know, like a different style of training that you do with different people maybe as you go around oh, the yeah. country to whatever. Well, okay, if, we, uh, if I come up, I'll go do your jiu-jitsu and you're going to come for a blade with me. Done. <laughs> I've got a skate park over just over yonder. Yeah. I, I don't think I can do half the moves you do, but it'd, be, it'd make for some great content. Yeah, it'll be a crack up. Yeah. Well, they'll both be a crack up because in jujitsu, I'll be getting my ass kicked. So uh, that's always worth a laugh. I haven't, I haven't done it in eight years. No. <laughs> I've, got I've got muscle memory. I've got muscle memory. That'll be pretty cool. Well, I'll vlog yeah. you doing jujitsu and then you vlog me skating. Oh, yeah. And we can make some content. Yeah, man. So yeah. let me know when you're, when you're doing a tour and when you. Well, I don't know if I'll still be in Taranaki, but wherever the hell we are, <laughs> we'll make yeah. it work. Actually, I was going to ask you, you know, remember our PT course that we did? Yeah. How how many people were in the class? Was it like 35 or something? Yes. Around how many number. of those people are still working in the fitness industry today? Do you know? I know you are. You're one. Uh, I know Vic. Good percentage, is it? <laughs> Vicky isn't. Maybe Kelsey yeah. is. Not too sure. Oh, I yeah. think she still does. Um, who else was it? Oh, Sandy. Sandy, she's uh, guest Sandy is, yeah, yeah. I saw uh, Sandy not that long ago. Yeah, yeah she's still there. Uh, not Vicky. I don't think Damien is. Um, who else was in that class? I don't know if Adam is. I haven't heard from Adam in a while. Um, he was PTing for a while. But the, the point, of what I the reason I bring that up is that like where the PT... Uh, course of 35 people and I would say there's probably less than five of them are even in the fitness industry now which is quite interesting I just think that's interesting yeah well I did carry on that stuff I did PT that I did the level six um, exercise prescription um, through NZIS and then I went on to do the um, PE degree which turned into physical education activity and health minor in sport development and management and then I did a sports science honors but it wasn't even really in you like sports. studying huh <laughs> didn't at the time you love studying <laughs> but I, I i did enjoy it towards the university route yeah i was a complete opposite i was like give me a certificate i want to go you know pt now <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> let me at them but i think it was that whole complex of i didn't really know what to do so i just kind of kept studying the government paid me so i was happy yeah it felt kind of like that in that course. There was a, a lot of people there who it's like they couldn't think of anything better to do. So they just did a PT course, you know, which is kind of a funny thing. You'd expect it to be full of fitness buffs and, you know, but it just wasn't at all really. Nah. Mm. Oh, where's, did Francois and Tim just do it? Cause they were here on like oh, their maybe. rugby trip and yeah. they had to do something. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. Because nah, both of them gone back to their respective countries now, haven't they? Yeah. yeah, I think they're both from France. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Well, both were living there. 
I know Francois is definitely French. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where Tim was from. Maybe he was French. Because he had a, he had a he had a different accent. Yeah, I thought it was like South African or something. I have a really bad memory, and I just yeah. can't, I just can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Eh? Those were the good old days, man. Yeah. Another thing that we do here on the Ninety Nine Dreams is this is obviously being recorded, so there's mm. you know chance for the future you to come back and look at this video if you're watching this back in five to 10 years, you know, what's something you'd like to tell yourself or ask yourself um, if you were able to watch this video back and reflect on it? What would you like to say? To my future self? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a difficult one. Yeah. Because I don't even know who that will be. You know what I mean? Like, it'll be me, obviously, but... It'd be me that's even wiser and <laughs> living in Thailand, fat, even more muscle, you know. <laughs> yeah, living in Thailand. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably just say, uh, live it up, <laughs> <laughs> live it up, bro, <laughs> live it up, keep working, keep enjoying what you're doing, make sure you keep enjoying what you're doing, otherwise, do something else, you know. I rate that. I rate that. What Go people usually stuck. say that question? I don't even. <laughs> bro, nah. Most people get stuck with that. They're like, bro, I, I don't know. I, like, what do I tell myself? But the most common is like, I just hope you're doing well. I hope you've achieved what you've wanted to achieve up until this point, and you know, I, I hope you're happy. That too. <laughs> what would you? What would you say to yourself if you watch this back in five years? I just hope that we're we're still going. You know that the dream hasn't died. Uh, that we haven't, you know, res resorted back to a nine to five, slaving away for someone else. I hope we're making more dreams come true, and uh, I hope we've finally got a new backdrop. You should just get yourself a green screen. I don't know how to work green screen on this, and then if I have to edit that in Premiere Pro, I'm on, I'm on. Oh, I don't know if you could use it with a website. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it would work. I know it works. Or just on get Zoom. get yourself like a, um, you know, a um, fabric or whatever that just covers it so yeah. you don't have to muck around with it you can just put it up or put up a you know something with your logo on it or whatever well i'm gonna paint the wall and that door and i've got um these to hang up what's that this is 99 dreams 2k22 the beginning so when i started yeah. and then a few of the projects that i've done along the year kind of like a oh, yeah. spotify i like thing. your logo hey eh? i think your logo is cool man thanks bro i appreciate that um because you must have done this on purpose, right? Because it's 99, but it also looks like a speech mark. Uh, no, I didn't actually realize that. Shit. Well, it, it's a, you know, double. Yeah, the nines are enclosed and it is like a, a an open You didn't do that mark. on purpose? No. Oh. I just kind of oh, wanted the, the nines to overlap because I hated the gap between the two nines. Yeah. So I wanted them to overlap. In their videos, actually, like it starts with the nine, then the nine comes out, then the cloud comes out from the back and opens up, and it says "Dreams is animated." That's so funny because it looks. I'm looking at it on the little bit thing up here. It actually oh, looks like a, you know, like a the end of a quotation thing, like a as in it's a podcast. You're talking about stuff. That's you couldn't have made a better logo if you tried. <laughs> you know, <laughs> thanks, bro. Random. That's random, eh? Yeah, I've never noticed until you now say it that it yeah it looks like it is the end of that sentence, and it makes because then it will, you could just whack on a t-shirt or something and it would look quite cool. 
you know? Yeah. If you need, you, do you, you, are you ever going to make t-shirts and stuff like that? I've got hoodies coming out in Fib. I like kind of scrambled around yeah. and found a uh, manufacturer in New Plymouth that just does screen printing, but always looking, yeah. always looking. Where do you get yours? Yeah. You import? Uh, I'll get them done down here. Uh, now I get them, um, they're uh, from a place in Wellington on Adelaide Road called Brazen, uh, Brazen Clothing? Brazen pr- Brazen something. <laughs> Brazen, yeah. might be Brazen Clothing. Um, but they sort it all out for me, so yeah. Is it screen printed? Onto. Screen printed, yep. Ah, yeah, yeah. And uh, this is the the logo here. It was, uh, I had it designed by the guy who did the Gymshark logo. Oh, yo. Yeah, so that's why it looks so cool. <laughs> It does look cool. I, that's probably the one thing I haven't done is design my own logo. Like I had an idea of what I wanted to look like, and then I went to him and I was like, "What you got for me?" And uh, that's what he came up with. <laughs> it actually turned out pretty good. So it's a it's a sick logo. Did you ever see the old logo? It was not good. Eh? Like nah. like, like it, was, it was all right at the time, but it wasn't a good representation of what the brand was or anything. It was just yeah. send me a photo. I'll put it in the video. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can find it somewhere in the depths of uh, my hard drive. What's what's in store for twenty twenty three for Karen and Good Guys Fit, or even just Karen alone? Well, the two entities, Karen and Good Guys Fit, are intertwined, you know, <laughs> and uh, one doesn't really do much without the other because that's just the way uh, life is at the moment. That's the way that I like to have it, you know. Um, but basically, I just like to um, keep working hard and uh, keep creating content and just keep growing and keep, you know, uh, keep my foot on the gas so to speak, and create more YouTube content and more stuff like that, you know. Maybe even do a podcast, I don't know. Um, the only reason I haven't started a podcast is because I thought, man, that's going to take some time, and I just already don't have much time. So I was like, yeah, maybe one day, you know. If you do make one, you don't have to make it into video, so it cuts off a lot of time. Mm. You just edit the audio, don't have to worry about matching up the visuals and then you just export it to Media Encoder. Fuck, just upload to Spotify. Yeah. Apple, Amazon, iHeartRadio. Uh, there's a few others. Google Podcasts, Crowdcast, um, Motion Wave, a whole bunch of things like that that yeah. you can find 99 Dreams on. What's your goal for 2023? Man, well, I set one in 2022, but we're almost there. So I had humble goals, you know, I just wanted to reach 50 subscriptions on YouTube, 150 on Instagram, and at least 50 on TikTok. TikTok's my least performing um, platform, but I'm at 40-something. Let me have a look. I was at 40-something the other day on YouTube, so I'm almost there. Nice. Um, oh, sorry, I'm at 47, so I'm three away from my goal, so I think I might have to push that out a little bit further. Um we are 138 on instagram so i'm quite close to my 150 there and that all kind of occurred in the last two weeks before christmas so i've almost reached those goals so readjusting i guess just get these hoodies out hopefully sell these this first batch of hoodies get the website done um like you i'm one in the same 99 dreams is rauri and rauri is 99 dreams yeah um what else would i like to do i achieved one of my biggest dreams last year which was to buy a motorbike i have one yeah now i want more nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah. yeah um 
I guess the goal is just to hopefully keep creating content and keep doing podcasts, but make sure that the content matters that we're creating. We're not just putting content out for the sake of putting content out. Yep. That the podcast hopefully adds value to someone. Someone can, um, you know, come along and say, man, Kieran was really insightful. Took a lot from that cordial. Um, <laughs> I hope so. You know? <laughs> yeah. Probably just Kieran talk shit for an hour. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's like so I was saying bad. before. It's like when you put out content, there's got to be a goal. And if it, it's, you know, you don't just put it out for no reason, you know, just for the sake of, oh, I have to do X amount of piece of content this week. So I've got to put a picture of this out or a video of this, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it's got to be like quality, you know, over quantity. 100%. Mm. And that, that's, that's, I think that's the dreams for 99 Dreams this year is just to keep putting out quality over quantity, even though we do two podcasts a week. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you call it 99 Dreams? What's the significance of 99? Oh, uh, well, this is a dream turned into reality. So it was going to be 100. Now we're down to 99. Oh, so you did have 100 dreams. Well, kind of. I was like, well, 100 is a stupid number. So let's go 99. And, you know, when people ask, well, why is 99? Well, I'm, I'm living one dream now. So. Are you, know, you sure you to... didn't realize the two nines look like a speech mark? <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking at this? Yeah, as well I can as see well, it in the background. Yeah, it looks just like it. like anyone who's watching this, like or listening to this, check out the Nine Nine Dreams logo and tell me that that Nine Nine doesn't look like a speech mark. That's all people are going to see now. They're going to be like, "What speech mark dreams? Speech mark dreams." I mean, it's a perfect logo. I mean, you know, I do like it. It's grown on me. It's grown on me. Like if you're taking that to a. a logo designer or whatever, they might have made that on purpose to look like, you know? <laughs> to look like... To look like a, It wasn't always just going to be a podcast. I'm trying to build it up to be a marketing business. So I'm using the podcast to promote and market to show that I can. Yep. Uh, doing vlogs to show the behind the scenes, uh, doing the actual hoodies and t-shirts and things to show that I can promote, market, and sell successfully a product yep. to build a marketing business. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, and uh, have fun along the way. Yeah, well, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Got to be having yeah, fun, yeah, otherwise, so... what's the point? Go back to working your nine to five if you're not having fun. Yeah, exactly. Never again. <laughs> Never again. So I guess as we start wrapping up here, bro, is there anything you'd like to say? Is there, you know, um, any messages you'd like to leave the the listeners, the audiences with? I feel like I should have prepared better. <laughs> should have thought of some cool things to say. Um, no, I mean, I would just say, the only thing I would say is, you only got one life, YOLO. So don't spend it doing shit that you don't like doing. And don't spend it uh, feeling like you don't want to feel like if you're not feeling good, or you're not feeling healthy, then do something about it, you know? Life's too Amen. short to sit around and, you know, complain and not take action you know I suppose and if you are looking to you know make that positive healthy <laughs> yeah impact go to goodguysfit.com yeah. <laughs> yeah. but you know whether you choose me or a different coach or whatever aside the message still remains you know life's too short enjoy it have some fun yeah, yeah. for sure 
Those are amazing words to leave the audience with. I keep looking over here to my camera because I'm like looking here. I'm like never. I never look at the laptop. My camera's always. I, I feel here, like so. this whole thing. I won't be looking at the actual recording because you're here on my screen and the the things up here. So I'm probably <laughs> looking like I'm like this the whole time. But never. Mind. Bro, I'm like that because you just see my eyes just flick back and forth from the camera to this when you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of the game when you when you're online. You're not face to face. This is just how you have to do it. Yeah. Or maybe we'll do one on face to face one day, when I come up to yeah, hundred percent, bro, hundred percent. After our workouts, I'll be fucked. Yeah, <laughs> but hundred percent, you're always welcome back on the show, brother. Anytime. Um, oh, cheers, man. If Appreciate you need it. to come back on and promote anything, more than welcome. That's this is what the Ninety Nine Dreams podcast is all about: is just spreading good messages and having fun along the way. Sweet. That's what it's all about. Yeah, bro. 100%. So, nah, again, thank you so much uh, for giving up some of your time. You have a busy schedule. Everyone knows this. Uh, but thank you so much for giving up some of your time and chatting. It's been great to catch up, actually. It's been a, it's been a long while. Yeah. So it's good to Well, thank you very much for having you. me. You know, it's been awesome. Uh, this is the first podcast I've ever been on. So, uh, you know, I've made it. Definitely won't be the last. <laughs> Definitely won't be the last. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mama, we'll we see. made it. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> But nah, bro, definitely thank you so much. And to all the listeners that are still with us, thank you so, so much for listening. Take care, everybody. Modi order. <laughs>